you can probably picture it. DNA, two strands woven together, connected by rungs like a spiral staircase. In 1953, when James Watson and Francis Crick first proposed this double helix structure for DNA, they also proposed an idea for how DNA replicates. They hypothesized that, in replication, the double helix splits apart, and then each single strand serves as a template for a new strand. They called this semi-conservative replication. But Watson and Crick, they had no proof. They only had an idea. Enter Matt Messelson and Frank Stahl. It was 1954, the year after Watson and Crick first proposed semi-conservative replication. Matt and Frank, both 24 years old, were at the Marine Biological Laboratory in the coastal town of Woods Hole, Massachusetts. Matt was there as a teaching assistant. Frank was there taking a required summer course. One day, as Matt was planning assignments for his course, he looked out the window and saw a man sitting under a tree serving gin and tonics. Matt was intrigued, so he went down to meet him. That man was Frank. The two quickly hit it off, and a few years later they were both working at Caltech in California. Frank was studying viruses, and Matt was a biochemist. But at this time, there was still no definitive proof of the semi-conservative DNA replication hypothesis. So Matt and Frank set out to prove it. Here's the experiment Matt and Frank conducted. But first, a little background. DNA contains a lot of nitrogen. And the element nitrogen comes in a couple different forms. There's a heavy nitrogen isotope and a light nitrogen isotope. Matt and Frank used this bit of information. They took a bunch of E. coli bacteria and grew it in an environment filled with only heavy nitrogen. Therefore, as these bacteria built their DNA, they contained only heavy nitrogen. Then, Matt and Frank took these heavy bacteria and put them in a new environment. And this new environment contained only the light nitrogen. As these bacteria would grow and their DNA would replicate in this new environment, they would have to use the light nitrogen to build more DNA. Therefore, the original DNA would be filled with heavy nitrogen, but anything newly constructed would be filled with light nitrogen. After one round of DNA replication, Matt and Frank took some of the DNA out of the bacteria and weighed it. They found that the new double helixes weighed halfway between heavy nitrogen and light nitrogen. In other words, this new DNA contained one light strand and one heavy strand. This is because 
you remember, the original DNA grew up in the heavy environment. So the two original strands are entirely heavy. Then they split apart for replication and each served as a template for a newly constructed strand. But this newly constructed strand would be built using the light nitrogen in the new environment. Therefore, each of these new strands would be half light and half heavy. Matt and Frank ran another round of DNA replication and again weighed the bacterial DNA. This time, after round two, they found that some of the DNA still weighed halfway between heavy nitrogen and light nitrogen, but some DNA contained only light nitrogen. Here's why. The first replication round produced DNA that was half heavy, half light. Then, these half and half strands split. The heavy strand was paired with a new, freshly built light strand, creating another half-and-half helix. But the old light strand from that first replication was paired with a new light strand, creating a fully light double helix. Here it was, proof that each double helix was half-old template and half-new strand. This was semi-conservative replication. Watson and Crick were right. Messelson and Stahl had proved it. And they proved it together. In an article on their experiment, Matt and Frank wrote, This key experiment could never have been the Messelson experiment or the Stahl experiment. The Messelson and Stahl experiment required both parties. We complemented each other scientifically and encouraged each other personally. This encouragement matters because science isn't simple. The Messelson-Stahl experiment was not an overnight revelation. Figuring out DNA replication took Matt and Frank years and lots and lots of failure. They first tried using virus DNA. That didn't work. They then tried many different DNA weighing techniques. Almost all of those didn't work. And then they tried running multiple trials at once. That didn't work. They iterated and iterated and iterated until finally, after two years of effort, they landed on something that worked. It took two minds, two years, to figure out how two strands of DNA replicate. Written, narrated, and produced by Jeffrey Rubel. Music from Blue Dot Sessions. Enter Matt Messelson. Enter. Ma- Enter Matt Methel.
Messelson. Mes- 